Welcome to the Week Ahead podcast. I'm market analyst Stephen Daglin, and I'm joined as usual by my colleague and friend Craig James, who's the chief economist at Comsec. We'll be previewing some of the main things to be on the lookout for in markets in the upcoming week. Good to see you, Craig. Good to see you. Yes, we will indeed. We're looking <laughs> ahead at you know, so the coming week, all the major developments. Exactly right. And look, markets have, have generally done quite well, obviously, five straight weeks of gains. Mm. That winning streak might come to an end in the next couple of, of sessions. Um, so we'll have to wait and see what happens. But we're still within striking distance of a record high in Australia. We're roughly one and a half percent away, which is... Um, Quite incredible to think. Uh, and of course, this week, there's plenty to watch. And if we had to narrow it down to three things, I think it would be the Aussie profit reporting season ramping up, yep. a key update on Aussie jobs, and then inflation in the US. Um, what do you think? Yeah, my word. I mean, yes, sort of certainly we've got a number of the major companies which will be reporting their earnings in the coming week. Mm-hmm. We've got a uh, very own parent, Commonwealth Bank, r- reporting yes, on Wednesday. We've got ASX and AMP and, and Telstra amongst there. You know, sort of so there's something happening yes, each and every every day. And um, given what we've seen so far, there has been some good reaction to the earnings results. So if you you beat in, in a big way or you know, so you miss in a big way in terms of your your earnings, uh, then you you're going to certainly see a reaction in terms of share price. So that, that seems to be yes, you know, sort of what we're seeing yes, sort of so far. We'll see whether that you know, continues to play out. And, and that's probably worthwhile taking a, a moment on this as well because you know the, the first half of February tends to be very quiet during the reporting season, even though it's called the February reporting season. Mm. It's really a, a fortnight reporting season over the last couple of weeks. So this is where things really ramp up in the, from uh, the upcoming week and then the following week after that. We get pretty much most uh, of the larger companies on our market telling us how they've done between July and December in 2022 but we've still had as you said some significant and aggressive moves from um and response responses to results and uh in the last few days we've had building materials company boral coming out with its results and it rose 13 percent just in response it hit a one-year high as well and its profits rose uh financial group suncorp also hit a one and a half year high after handing down its results 44% 44% lift in its first half profits. Um, so they've been two of the better performers. Something I've noticed as a, a theme and a trend here is that companies that can pass on higher prices, yeah. they have been mm. because of obviously input cost, inflation's been rising, their costs have been lifting. So the ones that have that uh, possibility of increasing and not losing too many customers, they seem to be um, doing doing that, don't they? Yeah, if you've got some uh, pricing power, some market power, you know, sort of certainly you, you'd want to utilise that in you know, the current environment uh, and uh, borrow us back in the winner's desk. You know, sort of what we've got is um, uh, dividend you know, sort of now being paid, passing on you know, sort of the cost to, to consumers and uh, not seeing any significant evidence as yet in terms of the lift in, in interest rates and in terms of their operations. Now, that doesn't mean to say you know, so that won't be the case, but you know, sort of certainly... They're, they're saying that they're in good shape you know, sort of going forward. And, and you, you rightly point out that you know, so we're, we are going very well as a share market you know, in Australia, uh, given that we're not too far off record highs in a rising interest rate environment. Uh, but there will be key challenges over the next three weeks uh, with the, the earnings season and just see how the, the companies you know, sort of played out. 
Exactly. When we think about rising interest rates as well, generally it's seen as a, a, a negative a challenge for many companies, but there are stocks and sectors and areas of the market that tend to benefit. I think Suncorp's an interesting one in the last few days where its profits rose, partly because it's raising premiums on, on uh, for insurance, but also Suncorp's bank's earnings have jumped off the back of higher rates because that can actually help their, their margins. And secondly, thirdly rather, they've got a $15 billion investment portfolio. So when interest rates are rising, for, um, it can actually benefit that. So they've made about five times more off the back of their investment portfolio in the first half compared to a year earlier. And that's really the case for, you know, could be the case for many of the other insurers as well. So let's, um, let's look forward to the week ahead in that earnings season. You've, you've pointed out some of the big names, but going through day by day, Monday you've got IAG and JB Hi-Fi that are probably going to receive attention. Tuesday, CSL, the largest company in the healthcare sector. Wednesday, uh, CBA, as you pointed out, but also West Farmers. Fortescue Metals as well, Cochlear, they'll all be out on Wednesday. Thursday will be the biggest day. That's when you've got the Telstra's or Telstra, AMP, ASX, as you as you mentioned, also Newcrest Mining. And then Friday, things quieten down a bit with, with Ingham's and, and Baby, uh, Baby Bunting. Um, also, we've got a, a, a calendar on our website, just for those who are interested. It's uh, on the Comsec website under Market News and then the Reporting Season tab. And that's where you find over 140 companies listed and it outlines when they'll be posting their results and what analysts are expecting as well from them so that and that document gets updated daily so you know um, listeners might find that helpful so um, let's turn our attention to jobs Craig what 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 are the expectations for this report out on Thursday at 11:30 a.m. Sydney time well, when you look at the, the previous uh, job figures, the job figures for, for December, we actually had a fall in jobs. Now, that was the first jo- fall in jobs that were seen in the order of five months, so down by almost you know, 15,000. So the question is, is this going to become a trend or, or not? Um, but we had an amazing situation in the United States uh, where they had jobs you know, so growing by more than 500,000 in the space of a month. And they were only looking for two hundred thousand or less, less than that. So, the question is, you know, so some of the trends that we're seeing overseas, are they going to replicate themselves in terms of the Australian market? And we do know that job markets are tight right the way across the globe. You go to the United States and you find an unemployment rate of three and a half percent. Go to Australia, three and a half percent. New Zealand, three and a half percent. UK, guess what that figure is? <laughs> three and a half percent. Yeah, around about three and a half percent. So um, uh, this is a structural trend. Uh, mm-hmm. What we've got is the the ageing of the baby boomers moving out, not being you know, sort of re- re- replicated by you know, sort of the, the moves in some of the other demographics and finding it hard to be able to find, find staff. So... Um, and this is a challenge for central banks in an in- environment where inflation is a problem. You've got a tight job market pushing up wages and, and pushing up uh, prices. So we're going to be looking fairly closely at that and see what the reaction is in terms of the market. But um, uh, our uh, Commonwealth Bank Group uh, economists are currently expecting a 25,000 lift in, in jobs for the month of January, 3.5% in terms of the jobless rate and uh, the participation rate re- relatively un- unchanged. But uh, uh, it can t- tend to be a little bit on the volatile side, so we'll just have to see the way that plays out. Uh, you could just imagine, you know, that if we had a result, you know, sort of plus 50 or plus 70,000, um, a lot of people would interpret, you know, so that's continued strength in the job market. We, we heard from the US Fed, Fed chair saying that if there was continued strength in terms of the labour market reports and the inflation reports, then they would have to lift interest rates, you know, so again. And it would be a similar situation mm. 
here in Australia, if we get a jobs report which is you know, sort of significantly you know, sort of um, a, a firm result, uh, then we may have to see the same. But uh, we, we are coming off that weak result, and um, uh, if we get, say, plus 50,000, mm. um, a lot of um, analysts will say, well, you know, so this is just payback, you know, so we need to see another month or so. You know, yeah. sort of, but um, go, going forward, if we, we look, you know, sort of through um, uh, the month of February, we will be getting, you know, in a couple of weeks' time, wages data, mm. and uh, that's super important in the current environment. Another check in terms of the, the inflationary pulse of the economy. Exactly, and with the employment uh, data on on Thursday, um, this could be an interesting one because we've just had the RBA raising rates as well for the ninth time since it started tightening um, policy back in May last year. Um, but they also seemed uh, more aggressive or hawkish, as we say in in markets, with the outlook potentially for what might happen. So, you know, CBA is now expecting a rate hike in in March and another one in April. Yeah, so right. you'd think that if this report, as you mentioned, is much stronger than expected, fifty thousand, you might see markets not responding overly positive to that. But if we do get a weak report and there are and employment has gone backwards, yep. on the flip side potentially that could be a, a positive for markets and who knows maybe get us closer to that um that record high level yeah well we saw the reaction in terms of the the last reserve bank interest rate decision mm. you know sort of seemed to be you know sort of hawkish and uh, the the share market reacted straight away to to, mm. to that you know sort of down over you know sort of 40 odd points in in response to to the the hawkish nature of the the statement as well as the the interest rate rate hike uh so there is a lot dependent, you know, sort of on on the data which is coming up, you know, sort of over the next uh, couple of weeks. And uh, as I say, I mean, you know, sort of we, we do have the the job figures. The the day after the job figures um, on uh, Friday, we've got Governor Lowe being grilled by the parliamentarians. You know, sort of have to see how he you know, sort of fares up into that. He's under a lot of pressure at the moment. Mm. And we go uh, forward to um, February 22. Um, the wage data will be coming up. And let's turn our attention to the U.S. because you've got um, we've, you mentioned the U.S. there, but they've got inflation uh, data out as well. Uh, the consumer price index, so um, change in prices that consumers are paying for things on Tuesday, and then there's the business um, inflation or PPI out on Thursday night, if I'm not mistaken. What are you expecting from those? Yeah, well, the consensus at the moment is for the core rate, so you exclude food and energy, some of the more volatile components. So the core rate for the consumer price index up by 0.4%. Now, it was up 0.3% the previous month, looking for 0.4% reading for, for January. Um, and um, uh, if we get something rather like that, you've got to like annualise these things you know, so nowadays. So multiply 0.4 by 12, you're getting 4.8%. Yes, certainly not getting them closer to where they, they want to be. They want to be yes, down around about 2 to 3%. So, uh, yeah, a lot can ride on just a single move, point, point 0.1 move. If it's 0.3 rather than 0.4, and yes, so that would be seen as an encouraging result. It just shows you how much uh, importance is placed in terms of some of the, 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 the data yes, in the current environment. Uh, the producer price index uh, coming out on Thursday, looking at a core rate of 0.3 there. And uh, to finalise the, the week, um, we've got uh, export and import prices on, on Friday. Okay, great. So th this is that we're in that weird situation at the moment where lower numbers basically for, for everything might be seen as encouraging that we're getting closer to uh, peak interest rates perhaps. So do you think if 
inflation figures come out uh, softer than expected, markets could potentially react positively to that? Uh, certainly, yeah. So the, we want to see continued progress on inflation. Now, uh, what we saw, saw for um, um, Jerome Powell, you know, sort of a, he indicated uh, that um, we, we expect to see disinflationary forces working their way through the, this year. Now, he's encouraged at the moment of the disinflation, the slower rates of inflation, if you like, uh, for, for goods. But, you know, sort of it's the services sector that he's you know, sort of focused on. Service sector driven very much by the job market, you know, so by higher wages. So, you know, so that will be you know, sort of a key focus, you know, so there. But um, um, the head of the Federal Reserve, you know, indicated if you continue to get strong labour market reports and strong uh, inflation reports, uh, then we may have to do more in terms of increasing mm. interest rates. And, uh, uh, of course, for the growth sectors of our, our share market, uh, for technology shares, if we think about the NASDAQ in the United States, uh, that tends to be very much a negative. Um, but um, yeah, everyone seems to celebrate, you know, sort of all parts of the market seem to celebrate, you know, sort of if we get, you know, sort of lower readings on inflation or even, you know, sort of lower readings on, on jobs, you know, sort of uh, job declines. As you say, bad news is good news. Yep. If you get a fall in jobs, that's actually considered a good news environment because you're, you're not going to be lifting interest rates. Exactly right. So we'll see what happens. I mean, the uh, Federal Reserve, which decides what to do with interest rates, of course, um, every six weeks or so, um, they'll be out. The next time they make a decision is March the 21st. That's like the whole six weeks away from here. So there's a long way to go. And of course, things can, can change, but they're some of the main things to watch. Something else to just point out as well is quite a few of the banks are out with quarterly updates uh, in the coming week too. So that's probably going to receive at least a degree of attention. There's um, NAB on Thursday, uh, Westpac on Friday. Um, so both of those surely will um, will be somewhat important. But they're the main things to watch over the course of the week. And I hope you have a very enjoyable one, everyone. And you too, Craig. And you too, Mr. Dagley. Thank you.